chapter ten of thrilling narratives of mutiny murder and piracy this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b thrilling narratives of mutiny murder and piracy by anonymous the loss of his majesty's ship queen charlotte the queen charlotte was perhaps one of the finest ships in the british navy she was launched in seventeen ninety and her first cruise was with the fleet fitted out against spain in consequence of the dispute respecting nootka sound lord howe who was the commander and chief of the fleet was then on board of her and she also bore his lordship's flag on the first of june after which she was sent to the mediterranean and was the flagship of the commander-in-chief on that station in march eighteen hundred she was dispatched by that nobleman to reconnoitre the island of cabrera about thirty leagues from leghorn then in the possession of the french and which it was his lordship's intention to attack on the morning of the seventeenth the ship was discovered to be on fire at the distance of three or four leagues from leghorn every assistance was promptly forwarded from the shore but a number of boats it appears were deterred from approaching the wreck in consequence of the guns which were shotted and which when heated by the fire discharged their contents in every direction the only consolation that presents itself under the pressure of so calamitous a disaster is that it was not the effect either of treachery or wilful neglect as will appear by the following official statement of the carpenter mr john braid carpenter of the queen charlotte reports that twenty minutes after six o'clock in the morning as he was dressing himself he heard throughout the ship a general cry of fire on which he immediately ran up the after ladder to get upon deck and found the whole half-deck the front bulkhead of the admiral's cabin the mainmast's coat and boats covering on the booms all in flames which from every report and probability he apprehends was occasioned by some hay which was lying under the half-deck having been set on fire by a match in a tub which was usually kept there for signal guns the mainsail at this time was set and almost entirely caught fire the people not being able to come to the clue garnets on account of the flames he immediately went to the forecastle and found lieutenant dundas and the boatswain encouraging the people to get water to extinguish the fire he applied to mr dundas seeing no other officer in the fore part of the ship and being unable to see any on the quarter-deck from the flames and smoke between them to give him assistance to drown the lower decks and secure the hatches to prevent the fire falling down lieutenant dundas accordingly went down himself with as many people as he could prevail upon to follow him and the lower deck ports were opened the scuppers plugged the main and fore hatches secured the cocks turned and water drawn in at the ports and the pumps kept going by the people who came down as long as they could stand at them he thinks that by these exertions the lower deck was kept free from fire and the magazines preserved for a long time from danger nor did lieutenant dundas or he quit this station but remained there with all the people who could be prevailed upon to stay till several of the middle deck guns came through that deck about nine o'clock lieutenant dundas and he finding it impossible to remain any longer below went out at the foremast lower deck port 
and got upon the forecastle on which he apprehends there were then about one hundred and fifty of the people drawing water and throwing it as far aft as possible upon the fire he continued about an hour on the forecastle and finding all efforts to extinguish the flames unavailing he jumped from the jib boom and swam to an american boat approaching the ship by which he was picked up and put in a tartan then in the charge of lieutenant stewart who had come off to the assistance of the ship signed john braid leghorn march eighteenth eighteen hundred captain todd remained upon deck with his first lieutenant to the last moment giving orders for saving the crew without thinking of his own safety before he fell a sacrifice to the flames he had time and courage to write down the particulars of this melancholy event for the information of lord keith of which he gave copies to different sailors entreating them that whoever should escape might deliver it to the admiral thus fell victims to perhaps a too severe duty the captain and his first lieutenant at a time when they still had it in their power to save themselves but self-preservation is never a matter of consideration in the exalted mind of a british naval officer when the safety of his crew is at stake lord keith and some of the officers were providentially on shore at leghorn when the dreadful accident occurred twenty commissioned and warrant officers two servants and one hundred forty two seamen are the whole of the crew that escaped destruction out of nearly nine hundred souls on board that for nearly four hours exerted every nerve to avoid that dreadful termination which too surely awaited them End of chapter 10